Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington for Federal Baseball. In spite of what it said in our tweet, Pierce Dave Nichols will not be appearing on the show tonight. Dave. But Doghouse in Federal Baseball is on after the Nationals' 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Phillies. They sweep their third straight series with the Phillies, nine straight overall, six straight in Citizens Bank, also known as Nats Park, Nats Park North. Gio Gonzalez on the mound tonight, Doghouse, 4-1 and one and eight second-half starts, 3-2-0 ERA, 12 walks, 38 Ks, 222, 271, 371 line against, and 35 innings pitched before tonight's game. Uh, 1-3-5 ERA and two starts versus the Phillies this season. 11 straight set down after a one-out single in the first, four and a third scoreless to start before Freddie Galvis hit a home run on a 3-2 fastball, tied up at one. The only run he gave up in six innings pitch. A nice start from Gio. Uh, they went to the bullpen early, tried to score some runs like, uh, with just a one-run lead. Actually, it was one-to-one at that point, whatever. Six innings, two hits, one run, one walk, four Ks, one home run, 101 pitches. His pitch count got up a little bit there. A lot of three-ball uh, three counts, so kind of ran him up a little bit. But a decent start by him, undefeated in May so far, uh, August so far, 10-9 uh, on the year. Finally gets above 500 in meaningless wins, even though Dusty Baker's talked a lot about getting him over that hump. He does it tonight. Uh, nice start by Gio Gonzalez. A little bit wild at times. The pitch count was high, but he put together an effective outing. Well, it's, it's nice that he finally got the double-digit wins, even though pitcher wins are dumb. But <laughs> th- this was uh, a, a, about the most comfortable uh, of a game as we've seen out of Gito since, since uh, probably about April. Um Although even that isn't isn't really all that comfortable. Uh, there was only one walk on the night. But like you mentioned, uh, he was going to a lot of three-ball counts. He was sort of – it seemed like he was he was threatening to just go wild and, and walk the park at, at, at any any time. Uh, he never did, so, so good on him for keeping it together. He had that one mistake pitch to Galvis uh, that was basically middle-middle and ended up over the wall. But other than that, uh, weak contact, a uh, good number of ground balls, uh, and only the one walk. So I, I guess uh, Maddox has been paying more attention to his geo-whispering lately, and uh, it seems to be working out all right. Eating up the innings, putting in the solid performances, geo, uh, save, save some time on those bullpen arms. Nine ground outs, you mentioned. He got a lot of weak contact. Nine ground ball outs. No fly outs on the night. Four uh, Ks, as we mentioned. I did note in my uh, notes for the show that between the two starters, there were 19 ground ball outs altogether. Not a lot of offense for either team. Uh, Adam Morgan was on the mound for the Phillies. Was mired in an 0-8 stretch. 7-1-3 uh, ERA. 7-1-3 ERA, I can speak. In his last 14 major league start, uh, games, they weren't all starts. Uh, six and five, five four seven ERA overall on the year. Zero oh, and five in nine games in Citizens Bank this season. He's down one nothing early after Worth hit a, a solo home run, four hundred and fifty three feet to center. I think that's the furthest I've ever seen one hit the center field in uh, Citizens Bank ballpark. He put it up on the little uh, landing they have there for the center field cameras. Just an absolute bomb. Uh, 3-1 fastball after he had fouled off a 3-0 pitch. Uh, but it was the only hit Morgan allowed through six innings. Uh, 
Wilson Ramos connected for the second uh, – I'm sorry, Anthony Rendon connected for the second hit, a double to left, and he scored in an RBI single by Ramos, 2-1 to one there. That was it for Morgan. Uh, for a guy who put up some pretty atrocious numbers after the last couple of weeks, he pretty much held the Nationals in check. They got him in the end there, though, uh, with Rendon and Ramos back-to-back hits after he held them to just one through six. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Doghouse was out with a friend tonight, and when she came through the door, you know, in the last couple innings of the game, she she immediately stormed up to me and angrily demanded to know what the Nats were doing, not putting up a passable of runs against an eye with a, a guy with an ERA of six or seven. Uh, she is quite frankly tired of the Nats being sporting gentlemen, even if they do actually put the win together. Um, you know, n- nice nice for this kid that he had a good outing. Honestly, I wasn't all that impressed with what I saw out of him. Uh, getting behind a lot of hitters who then just seemed eager to swing at a marginal pitch and then weakly ground out, uh, which is kind of the Nats thing with a young pitcher, it seems. Uh, although they, they did have put together a couple of good games against, uh, against young pitchers recently, this was certainly not one of them. Uh, they were efficient enough in that the three hits that they got off him uh, exactly scored their two runs. So I, I guess they weren't wasting any effort. So yay. But uh, <laughs> let, let's just sit back and, and talk about Worth's titanic blast to center field there for the, for the rest of the evening. Uh, because, because honestly, that was, wow, what a mammoth clout. Um, I couldn't quite tell whether it landed on that landing there for uh, where, where the cameras were in center field, or if it actually made it up over that wall just to the side of them. The, the camera angle wasn't quite right on the replays I saw. He really got all of that one. Uh, and, and as much as, as, as Dave might like to knock him as a guy who's lost some bat speed and has to be a guest hitter, um, I, I don't care. I could guess right on that pitch, and I would not hit it 453 feet. Uh, that was that was a bomb of bombs, and uh, it's great great to see that out of someone other than Harper here, especially back in that that miniature little ballpark. I was half expecting it to land in the parking lots. The Philly broadcast did show their cameraman uh, narrowly avoiding getting hit with the home run there, so it did land on that landing at 453 feet, as you mentioned. Oh, okay. Just- just absolutely crushed it. Uh, his 20th of 2016, that gets the Nationals five players with 20-plus home runs on the year. They're the only team in the majors to have that, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was also his fourth home run in the last six games. Uh, I expected this. I've said it in a few interviews uh, over the last month or so that I've done on various radio stations that worth as a 37-year-old, next to last year of his deal with the Nationals, I kind of expected him to pick things up going forward here, maybe not to this extent because he's really kind of shown a little bit of the power that we might have thought he had lost at his age. But uh, going forward here with a chance at a stretch run and a postseason appearance as a 37-year-old outfielder, I'm not too surprised that he's picking it up. I think we might even see some more of that. I think Bryce Harper is probably going to rise to the occasion too. Uh, He seems to – thrive on that sort of thing from what we've seen so far in his career, but uh, I just really am enjoying watching Jason Worth go on this run that he's gone. I think he has reached base in 55 of his last 57 games after that ridiculous streak. Uh, as I mentioned, four home runs in six games. Uh, it's nice to see a guy like this kind of getting motivated by the fact that the Nationals are in a position to make a nice run late in his career. 
Yeah, and when you consider he was basically the first piece that was going to show that the Nationals were a serious team that that was trying to compete and was willing to pay free agents to to come and and make make the team better. Uh, the fact that now what in his sixth seventh year of his contract, when we were all back in when was it I guess 2010. Uh, Shaking our heads at, at, at the years of decline, and the, these were going to be the terrible, inefficient years. Uh, and, and here he is, you know, 20 home runs, um, and still got the batting eye, still got the patience. Um, is serviceable in the field, but uh, producing <laughs> at the plate, and that's that's great to see. I mean, good for him. Uh, he's always been a leader in the clubhouse. He's finally been able to be healthy for most of the season. You know, I, he had a lot of, you know, the, 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 the wrist injuries that he had over his time here uh, aggravated the time that he spent out on the DL. Getting to stay out here for uh, a, a stretch run, a serious run at playoff baseball again, uh, it's, it's got to be fun for him because it's, it's certainly fun for us to watch. Sure, he's getting paid a million dollars a home run this year so far, but he's also, as you mentioned, <laughs> put up put up a two sixty eight, three sixty, four forty one line in six seasons with the Nationals, uh, and that's including a two twenty one and two forty eight average over the last two years, which certainly brought that down a little bit when he struggled with injuries last year, or the wrist in particular, and was slow to start at the beginning of this year, but it's good to see him picking up, like I said, and good to see him really contributing to this team uh, at his advanced age. Both of us are older than him, so I feel ridiculous saying that, but for a professional athlete, let's put it that way. Uh, after Gio Gonzalez was on the mound tonight, uh, Blake Trining came out, a really nice 12-pitch, one, two, two, three, seventh for him, 97-mile-hour uh, fastball to get us backwards K on the left out of that two ground outs before then comes back out for the eighth, uh, gets one out before the dusty Baker goes to Mark Zepchinski, uh, who he's apparently just taking to calling Z in his post game press conferences rather than trying to say the name. Uh, then they brought Zepchinski back out for the ninth. So a uh, little surprised by that. Uh, the Philly relief, uh, broadcast was talking about the fact that they used Melanson in a non-save situation in the first game, used him again last night. So didn't want to use him in three games in a row. I'm assuming, though, we haven't heard Baker say that in the post game yet. But uh, they get Zepchinski and Kelly to combine for that ninth. Uh, we talked about the other night using Melanson just because he'd warmed up. Maybe not the greatest idea when you're playing close games and you know, going down the stretch, but the bullpen came through for them. Uh, we'll see if Dusty Baker changes things up as he does goes along here in the last month of the season, but the bullpen got it done tonight. A really nice outing by Trinan in particular. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't sell Sepchinski short. Uh, he got he got four big outs there uh, between the eighth and the ninth. Uh, getting that grounder for the double play after the leadoff walk in the ninth especially was, was huge. Uh, I, I was going through the, the WPA, and I think that was actually the biggest play of the night. And uh, Zeppi actually turned into the the WPA leader on the team uh, on on the strength of uh, those four outs there, right there towards the end. And this, if I may go on one of my typical rants uh, here, one of my stereotype diatribes, this is an example of why the save is stupid. 
because <laughs> if anyone deserved credit for providing the critical relief work tonight, it was Epchinski. But no, Kelly gets the save for getting one out with the bases empty in the ninth. Um, dumb, dumb. Not to poo-poo Kelly's contribution. I'm just saying that tonight it was not as big as what Sepchinski did. And considering that uh, we've been agitating for quite some time while we were struggling with Papelbon in the bullpen, that uh, Kelly could be the closer or be the high-relief high or high-leverage relief guy, uh, having him available with Melanson having pitched two days in a row uh, isn't a bad option. And being able to mix and match now with, uh, with a fairly competent lefty in Zepchinski and uh, having Kelly in there is, uh, is a, a, a late inning or high leverage relief option, which is, is comfortable as a compliment to having uh, Melanson out there doing it all himself. So I'm, I'm hopeful going forward in, uh, in Dusty's bullpen management and the tools that he has available now. You still with us there, Patrick? Am I still with us? Still there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Did you forget to unmute your phone for a change? No, my phone just uh, decided to turn itself off in the middle of your conversation. There, I apologize for that <laughs> vehemently. Uh, it's been it's, it's been doing that. I got a refurbished phone when I turned in my uh, old phone because the battery had been shot and the screen was blowing. And this one just has a habit of turning itself off on occasion and it's unfortunately did that right in the middle of our radio show this time and I have to wait for it to reboot. <laughs> I'll add my new phone on the list after I got my new laptop today. So one more point here before we go after that awkward um, couple minutes of silence in the middle of the show. <laughs> That's like, I was trying to load up my article on uh, Dusty Taker talking about giving Trey Turner the day off here. Uh, there's some anger among fans who apparently didn't read the article I posted at 2 in the morning last night when I was up doing nothing. But uh, Baker said he basically needed to get him a break. He's been playing most of the games on this 20 game, twenty games and 20-day 20 stretch. Uh, he hasn't really played deep into September, though he played some last year and possibly October this year, the way the Nationals are going. So he ne- said he needed to get him a break in spite of how good he was going. And Baker kind of uh, dismissed one reporter's question about not playing him when he was only two hits away from the record for hits in a calendar month, which is I don't know, kind of surprised someone asked that. But anyway, Michael A. Taylor got the start. Uh, I don't necessarily like him leading off, but poor Ben Revere, I have here in my notes that MAT gets the start because it's a lefty, but I think it's probably a good idea to get Trey Turner a little bit of a rest considering how much he's played recently. Yeah, I saw that little snippet of Dusty's press conference and I, I, he, wow, he really smacked down the guy who asked that question uh, <laughs> quite quite uh, correctly calling attention to. So what's more important here, uh, rested guys <laughs> for the stretch run or, or some meaningless record for an individual? Or that, Those weren't his exact words, but that was the gist of it. Um, I, I have to say I'm not loving 0 for 4 with 3Ks in the leadoff spot. Uh, it, it's not yeah. like you know, Revere would have been better. That just would have been 0 for 4 with, you know, three ground outs <laughs> to the to second base. 
Um, so I, I think this is just Dusty has his order. He doesn't. He's so he's just changing the leadoff spot. He doesn't want to shift everyone around. Fine. Turner will be back there soon enough. Yeah, hopefully. You got it in the end of the game. Actually made a really nice play on that uh, grounder up the middle to end everything. Uh, Murphy with an awkward stretch to catch that one. Foot came off the bag a little bit. That looked like, but he got it back. Don't review it. He got it back. That's nicely sponsored by federalbaseball.com. I apologize uh, for that awkward break in there. I heard my phone click and start to turn off, and I just panicked and had to turn it back on and call back in. So, Apologies for leaving you happy. Sorry, I would have kept talking, but I just assumed it was my phone that went wrong. <laughs> 78-55 on the year, a day off tomorrow, and then three with New York in New York. Dusty Baker said he gave Turner a rest because he doesn't want to have to leave him out of the lineup in any of those games. are going to be relatively big ones with the Mets. Mass uh, Nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Hopefully we'll all be back together at some point this weekend and talk about the games. Talk to you then, sir. Go next.